I really, really wish we had a full bottle of wine to cheers I to right wish now. we had a full bottle of wine right now. <laughs> but we drank it all. Yes, so, we did. Here we go. Cheers. <laughs> Welcome back to Here for the Booze! What are you drinking today, Katie? So, I am actually drinking a Corona. <laughs> it's Corona time. It's Corona time. <laughs> I'm here for it. Do you at least have a lime in it? I don't have a lime. Dude. <laughs> because... Wrong! <laughs> hey, I didn't get offered a lime, so I didn't ask for the lime. Look, I told you you could Mama ate, raised, no... Bitch. Don't let her flex. We were literally at my house. <laughs> I told her multiple times that she could have a lime. Yeah. <laughs> Do not flex. This has we been are... a multiple occasion thing, apparently. We are at my house. I have told her multiple times that she could have a lime. She has chosen not to get one, so she is drinking her Corona with no lime, and I am drinking my Miller Lite with extra lime. My Miller Lite? <laughs> hey, fuck you, bro. Don't judge me in my Miller Lite. <laughs> What do you want from me? <laughs> so I actually have a really interesting case today. As I want to hear your really interesting story. So it's about the skinwalkers. They're based out of Arizona. They come from the Navajo culture. And you know if there's any paranormal story that comes from the Indians. It's true. It's a good one. <laughs> It's true, and it's a good fucking story. <laughs> what are you doing today? What am I doing today? Well, earlier, I was working on research for this podcast. Yes. And <laughs> now, here I am filming. So, <laughs> yay, quarantinis. You know, that's how I can tell you're drunk. Because when I say, what are you doing today? I don't mean as in activities. <laughs> I mean as in... <laughs> I mean, is in story. My story today. <laughs> Actually, I chose. <laughs> I thought you were like, how's your day? I was like, well, I've been with you most of the day, so. Yeah, Katie, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> how's your day? <laughs> so, for my stories, I actually chose. Disney conspiracy theories. Ooh. Right? When you think of Disney, like you think childhood, like nothing Nothing abnormal. I think of all good things. Yeah, right? nothing wrong. Like they just have their very centered around their childhood parental family theme. I was about to say, I'm honestly really surprised that Disney has any conspiracy theories at all. So was I. And <laughs> I Got lost in the computer full of conspiracy theories about Disney. So I chose a few of my favorites. And I honestly am thinking about doing it as a segment. Because there's a lot out there which I honestly didn't know. So I think it would be really cool to like continue on with it. Didn't you also say you bought Disney Plus for quote research? So a couple okay. days ago I was obviously researching my story for this podcast. And I was like, you know what? Disney Plus would be worth it. And it's only $6.99, which in this, like, right now, while I'm staying at home, is totally worth it for me to watch. Yes. So, for, sure. for research purposes, <laughs> I subscribe to Disney Plus. So. so, also to clarify, we are already a bottle of wine in. So technically, the wine of the week is the Barefoot Pink Moscato. We would cheers to it. We already drank the whole bottle. We did. <laughs> I've already almost drank this whole entire Corona. So that's okay. I'm almost through my Miller Lite as well. And we killed the like the big bottle of barefoot pink moscato together mind you before that i had a bloody mary which are amazing i'm learning to make my own so bloody marys are really good and honestly katie makes a damn good bloody mary hit me up <laughs> with your local bartender so last episode you had the positive quote so i looked up the positive quote this time because, you know, our shows are kind of full of darkness and full of dreary things, paranormal things. And it's kind of hard to see the light behind that. 
So my positive quote for the episode is when you can't find sunshine, be the sunshine. And I really like that quote. Make it yourself. Exactly. Like if you can't find the happiness that you want to see in the world. Be your own happiness. Facts. (laughs) I'm a big believer of if you give off good vibes and like good vibes and positivity. Will come to you. Oh, definitely. What you put out in this world definitely reflects back onto you. Exactly. And that's exactly what I think too and honestly if you have negative energy going into it how are you supposed to expect anything positive to come out exactly yeah I feel the same way I've been taught that since I was little so and I will cheers to positivity so we can clink (laughs) clink Mm. I almost had my beer You can have another one, girl. I don't care. (laughs) I might take you up on that offer. Go ahead. (laughs) Sorry, Marcus. So, I mean, Marcus brought all his beers home and expected him to be the only one to drink them. Psych! (laughs) Marcus has also been our tech man for the past three hours, so we really owe him a lot. So, shout out to you once again, Marcus. Thank you for helping us make this podcast. And thank you for helping us fix our mics, because actually we did buy mics, and we were trying to be more professional about it, more put together, because, you know, we're drunk and we're struggling. And here we are using one microphone. I I literally (laughs) called him in here, and I was like, fuck, we're echoing, like, please fix it, I'm drunk. (laughs) Yeah, we filmed an entire podcast and realized you can't hear us. Exactly, because we're talking over each other and it's echoing, and so we've cut back down to one mic for right now, and he's helped us, you know, work through it, so hopefully we will get through this podcast together. We got it at this point. This is take, like, 20. (laughs) If not, it's 9.30 p.m., and I'm about to throw my beer against the wall, so (laughs) hopefully we'll get through it. (laughs) Hopefully we'll get through it. So, my episode today is on the Skinwalkers. They're based out of... Arizona, which they're also in Utah and, you know, other Navajo lands, but it comes from the Navajo culture itself. The most prominent land that it, you know, occurs in is Arizona. And I don't know if you know what a skinwalker is, but I did not know until I started doing research. So a skinwalker is actually a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. So basically they have the ability to possess whatever animal they want to, which is kind of scary if you think about a human soul inside of an animal body and the damage it can do. Yeah, and all that knowledge and yeah, definitely. I mean, if you could think of a human soul inside of a lion's body, that would be... The human (laughs) understanding with a lion's power agility and a power behind it would be very detrimental exactly so that's basically the whole idea behind a skinwalker they're very very dangerous witches there are multiple types of navajo witches in general but the skinwalkers happen to be the most dangerous and sometimes these witches who have gone skinwalker have evolved from living their lives as respected healers or spiritual guides I don't know if you're familiar with Native American culture, but they do have a lot of medicine men and they believe a lot in spirituality, the power of herbs, the power of nature, you know what I mean? The power of spirits and good vibes and good energy. Oh, definitely. Like Native Americans fully put their trust in the system of good vibes and healers and spirituality. So do I. Do you really? I actually really do. I'm a very spiritual person. I think that's so interesting. Like, I honestly love the fact that you have crystals and stuff around your house because I've always wanted to get into that type of thing, but I've never really... Like, you know, I come from a very spiritual, like, you know, God is God household, which, I mean, I do believe in God, but I also believe in the power of vibe and, like, the power of energy and what you put into the world is what you receive and I just don't really know how to act on that while also taking on a Christian belief system if that makes any sense honestly so not to get into the whole religion thing here but I do believe that there is a God but I also do believe treat people 
kindly as they treat you. Yeah. So I've always put that out there. I always treat people with the kindest heart I can. Mostly because you really never know what somebody's going through. Exactly. And if they're mean to you, they could be going through some outrageous circumstances Mm -hmm. in their life and you just have no idea. And, you know, a smile and a have a nice day could really make someone's day a whole lot better. Exactly. Um, I completely agree with you. And, you know, like we said, you know, you never know anybody's struggle. You never know what they're really going through until you meet them, until you know them. And exactly. some people are just not very easily opened up. You no, know what I mean? you have to work at it a little bit. But exactly. you really get to their heart and their core and you really find out what they're about. And most of them are really great people. They're just going through a hard struggle in life. So give them good vibes and... Positive energy. Definitely. Something Um, to reflect on, honestly, I think is really good. Something to take out of the conversation with you. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, that person was a really amazing person. They really made me put a smile on my face. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So... Back to the skinwalkers, you know, there are actually multiple types of Navajo witches, the good kind, you know, like healers and spiritual leaders, but skinwalkers happen to be the most dangerous type of Navajo witch. The evil. Skinwalkers most frequently come from people who are already in the witch community, like, you know, the healers and the spiritual leaders, but they've gone evil. They can be male or female. They most often are male. Surprise, surprise, they're evil. I'm not surprised they're male. (laughs) Same. Call her daddy, where you at? (laughs) They walk freely among the tribe in the daytime and they transform at night, so Edward Cullen on steroids. And in order to become a skinwalker, it is said that he or she must be initiated by a secret society that tells them to kill a close family member. Could you imagine? I couldn't imagine killing my sister. It says it's most often a sibling. Yeah, I could not imagine killing my siblings. That would just be cold-hearted, for sure. Me and my sister are very, very close. I have a tattoo for my sister. Like, I just... If you think about it, like, normal Navajo Indians are killing their siblings. Like, I couldn't even imagine. So, after they kill their sibling, the individual acquires supernatural powers, which gives the ability to shapeshift into whatever animal they want to, but they most commonly appear as coyotes, wolves, foxes, cougars, dogs, and bears. But overall, you know, they can take the shape of whatever the hell they want to. So if they wanted to walk up in that bitch as, like, a Yeti. <laughs> as they oh, could. the abominable snowman. <laughs> hey, I'm in this bitch. <laughs> I'm an abomination. I definitely would choose, I don't know, if I could choose any animal to transform into, I think I would choose probably a lion or a tiger. I would choose a tiger. Mm-hmm. I would choose a white tiger. I have They have been my favorite animals since I was like six. My grandpa used to take me to the zoo on the daily when I was a kid. So he took me to the gift shop and the very first stuffed animal I ever picked out from the zoo was a white tiger, actually. How ironic. So that is very ironic. So if I could pick any animal, it would probably be that. And I think it's so funny that we're picking the same animal because... <laughs> Because, you know, we're BFF. So, we travel together as a pack. We really do. Yeah. <laughs> we do. It's us and Marcus. <laughs> us versus Marcus. Against the world. <laughs> we go to Walmart together. We break quarantine together. Whatever. I bring the hand sandy, though. I brought the hand sandy. She did. She did bring the hand sandy. And then when she gave it to us, she was like, oh, I'm sorry if it's runny. It's straight alcohol. <laughs> straight up. A 91% proof. Hey, that's the way to kill them bacteria, though. Right? <laughs> so, they can actually choose what animal they want to shift into, depending on the abilities needed for whatever they're trying to do. Like, a specific task. Like, if they're trying to get somewhere fast, they could choose a different animal. If they need more strength, if they need more endurance, if they need more stealth, claws, teeth, whatever, they could choose a different animal depending on whatever they need. 
which I think is pretty fucking cool. I think that is really cool how they have the preference, it's not just like <laughs> they're stuck to one animal. Yeah. Like Jacob in Twilight, he's a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, he's just a werewolf. <laughs> just a werewolf. I mean, it fucking sucks how you have to kill your sibling, but... So, I have a question that is not related to this at all, but oh, what no. happened to Taylor Lautner? <laughs> what did happen to Taylor Lautner? <laughs> Where him, did he go? Him and Taylor Swift dated and then poof, gone. He was gone. <laughs> like, Robert Pattinson has continued on in his roles, mm-hmm. but Taylor Lautner just kind of... Didn't. Fell <laughs> off after Valentine's Day. I don't know if Taylor Lautner... I'm, I'm pretty sure Taylor Lautner did continue his career, but I'm fairly sure nobody knows about it because it's he's not stuck. Possible. He's stuck in Twilight Exactly. So. <laughs> I think if you're in a role for so long, you start to be seen as your role. That's why you have to, like, have such good acting. I don't know if you watch Grey's Anatomy. I don't know how caught up you are on Grey's Anatomy. I am. So, spoiler alert, if you're not... Not for the new season. No, 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 no. I'm not caught up. Okay. I'm on season 14. So, I just got to the point where Joe and Alex got married. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, yeah, Going forward. April Kepner almost died, but she came back. Mm -hmm. Like, that's literally the episode I just watched. Honestly, dude, when April Kepner died, quote, died, (laughs) like... It was sad. I cried really, we love really, people. really, really hard. <laughs> but I also heard that Alex Krav leaves and not in a good way. Spoil it for everyone. No, but like, I his, I well, his character leaves. Like, Justin Chambers quit Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, well, they all do. Yeah. I mean, but Justin Chambers was like, oh, I want to have a career. But... I cannot see him as anything other than Alex Krav. He's been in Grey's Anatomy for From day one. 15 years. 15 years. And they're going to be like, sorry. Like, I don't understand. I forgot what I was saying. Okay, so skinwalkers are also able to take possession of the bodies of humans just by like making eye contact with them. Which is kind of creepy. Is that why you're staring into my eyes? Maybe. I might be trying to take you over, dude. <laughs> you never know. Oh, shit. But no. So like, nice. there was a story of, like, a man driving down the road, and he was trying really hard not to look at whatever was rasping on his window. Because yeah. he said that he heard tapping on his window, and he was going 60 miles an hour down the road. And he was like, oh, I know it's a skinwalker. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. Because if you were to lock eyes with it, it was going to, like, possess his body. So if you live in Arizona, you, like, know about these things. Yeah. You like, keep this an eye common, out for these things. Yeah, like, this is common knowledge in the Navajo culture. Actually... I'll get to that, but the Navajo Indians really don't like to talk about it. But it is common knowledge in these states that, like, hey, if you go onto this property, if you go into these, you know, deserts and caves and stuff, then you are bound to encounter some evil spirits. Some shit. Some shit! (laughs) You gonna get some shit? So, when they're in animal form, the way to tell... If it's a skinwalker is by its eyes. So when they're in animal form, their eyes look more human. And when they're in human form, their eyes look more animal. It's like a reverse. That's creepy. Yeah. But like, I feel like you know what I'm talking about though. Because like animal eyes have a certain look to them. And then human eyes have a certain look to them. Like animal eyes are more slanted. And human eyes are more, you know, empathetic. And Mm -hmm. you can tell there's a spirit behind them. Understanding. Exactly. So like if I look at you. And then if I look at my cat Kitty. Then, you know, it's like looking at two different things. Oh, for sure. My cat looks at me like you stupid. Oh, 100%. (laughs) My cat had to have surgery on her femur because it broke. And you know this, but, you know, you just know to let everybody story. else know. Um, my cat had to have surgery on her femur. And she's mad that she has to be in a cone and in a crate for a couple weeks Poor because thing. she had to have surgery. So she literally shit in her litter box this morning and didn't cover <laughs> it up. <laughs> she said, screw y'all, wake <laughs> up. 
literally just left it uncovered at like six. When I woke up at like six a.m. and I just smelled straight shit, I was like, "That is a good morning vibe." <laughs> that right bitch. There. And then when we got home from Walmart, because. I mean, at the beginning of the podcast, we told y'all that we had drank this whole bottle of wine, and so we had to go back for more alcohol for the podcast itself. So when we got back from Walmart, my cat had her leg stuck through the cone around her neck. So her leg was, like, sticking straight out. And I was like, <laughs> okay. It was pretty cute. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> But no, you can definitely tell the difference between an animal and a human. Like, they have a different look. They have a different level of understanding. They have a different spirit behind their face. So, when the lights hit their eyes in animal form, they also turn bright red. That's what it's That's kind of scary. If you took a picture of the desert at night and you saw these, like, bright red eyes... Me, <laughs> I would be gone. I would drop the mic and run. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no questions asked. So, there's, like, a society of witches that gather in dark pl- caves or secluded places to initiate the new members... They gather here to perform black magic, and they gather to perform dark ceremonial rituals or whatever. So all of these skinwalkers gather in these caves that are very prominent across Arizona and Utah and wherever the hell else the Navajos are. And these witches all gather here, they perform these rituals, they initiate new members, which is terrifying. And I'm pretty sure there's a Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures episode where, yeah, there's a, there's definitely a Ghost Adventures episode on this where they're in the caves and they actually hear like screaming. What? And they find, yes, they hear screaming and they also find bones from a ritual, like animal bones from a ritual. Yes. From a ritual, which is crazy. Like, the fact that they actually have proof that these, you know, skinwalkers, witches, Navajo witches or whatever, you know, that actually exist. So, it is said that they engage in really horrible, horrible acts. They engage in necrophilia, cannibalism, incest, and grave robberies, which is horrible. Like, First of all, I mean, there's not even a first of all that I can say that. No, first of all, this is wrong. No, no. it's all wrong. It's literally all <laughs> it wrong. It is all wrong. Like the necrophilia, ew. <laughs> and they're all males, so you know these dead bodies belong to females, and it's that's just not okay. wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's just not okay. Not in the slightest. Cannibalism is never okay. Incest is never okay. And they committed grave robberies so they would have treasure and stuff to bargain with. And so they could buy, like, you know, things to create their ceremonies or dark rituals or potions, whatever the hell that they're mixing up. And that's completely wrong. Honestly, if I had a possession and I was like, ooh, bury this with me. And then to stay buried with me. Exactly. And then some dumbass Navajo skinwalker wannabe comes and steals that shit. I would would haunt them. Oh, yeah, for sure I'd haunt them. I would haunt them. (laughs) So. You thought you were slick. Wait till you meet me in the afterlife. (laughs) Me in the afterlife. You're going to be shaking in your boots. Me in the afterlife. I'm not fat, so I can run really fast. (laughs) You've already pictured it. Exactly. You've got it set up. So, it's said these skinwalkers can run faster than a car, they can jump off cliffs, they're extremely fast, they're agile, they're borderline impossible to catch, which, honestly, if they really do have a split personality thing going on here, I don't know if you've ever seen Split the movie. I have, actually. And he turned into a werewolf. He, I think, yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, he had the personality of, of a, a werewolf. werewolf. Yeah. And I feel like that's what these skinwalkers are. They have the, quote, 
personality to be these big, bad, evil witches. And, you know, they're able to do all these things. So mind over body, you know, mind over matter. If they think that they're able to run this fast and they think that they're able to jump on these cliffs, like, or off of these cliffs, I don't see why they wouldn't be able to. Exactly. I mean... I'm a full believer in mind over matter. Oh, yeah. You're, the body is capable of a lot of things that we don't even know of until it comes to that moment. Exactly. And I'm a full believer of, oh, well, if you say you can't, you can't. And if you say you can, you can. So if you truly, truly believe that your body is capable of all these things, I think that speaking it into existence is a really powerful thing here. All about the energies. Exactly. All about the energies. Once again, we bring it back. You know what the skinwalkers need? Some sage. (laughs) Definitely need some sage. We're going to preach the sage. (laughs) So, the skinwalkers also, they either have to kill to stay young or they die. So, if they don't kill people, if they don't mangle people, then they're going to grow old and age and die. Deteriorate. Which, yeah. Which sounds like the plot of Snow White and the Huntsman. I don't know if you've seen that. I have. Remember Disney Plus. Yes, Disney Plus. (laughs) Snow White and the Huntsman, their queen of hearts that they're trying to kill, has to use her blood to stay young, which is what I think of when I'm thinking of these, like, Navajo witches. They have to use the blood of their kills or tortures or whatever to stay young, which is crazy to me. Bananas. It's bananas. (laughs) B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Hell yeah. So, skinwalkers also have the power of mind reading, behavior control, disease and illness. They can cause it, destroying property and death. And the way that you know that they're near, they make sounds around the homes. They knock on windows, they bang on walls, and they scrape on the roof. I live in an apartment complex. That's my life on the daily. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Same. So, I don't know. They're... Usually naked, they're described as not quite human, not fully animal. And I'm just saying, if most of them are male and they're usually naked, them bitches must be swanging. So, <laughs> I'm getting, like, the Walking Dead vibe in my head when I'm, like, thinking of these people. For sure. Just yeah. walking around kind of mindlessly, just hanging Actually, out. there were pictures of the Navajo Indians in animal skins. And, like, transforming into animals. They don't really look like, you know, zombies. Yeah. But it's kind of the same deal. They're just walking around in animal skins. But some still reportedly wear tattered clothing. They're usually blamed for all the tragedies, like, you know, sickness, poor crops, drought, deaths. And the Navajo Indians actually started hunting them. And it was like their own version of the Salem witch trials. Okay. They're trying to get rid of anything abnormal, according to the times. But, you know, I mean, Salem witch trials, even girls that said they had migraines and stuff, they were set on fire for being witches. Yeah. So... Who knows how accurate that really is. They're very hard to kill. The attempts are usually unsuccessful. Because they are so fast. They are so agile. They are good at like dodging and running and stuff. And the witches of the skinwalkers will seek revenge if you try to kill them and you don't do it. Don't do it properly. I mean, but me too though. I mean, if you try to kill me, like... I would come Fuck back. you, bitch. Yeah. If you didn't do it right the first time, you better run. <laughs> you better run. <laughs> so, the only way to kill a skinwalker is a powerful shaman can kill them. Um, these people usually know spells and rituals that can turn the skinwalkers evil and, like, turn it back upon themselves. 
So if a skinwalker tries to implement something on you, it's like energy goes back on them. Yeah, exactly. It's like JK. Yeah. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Um, you can also shoot the skinwalker with bullets that have been dipped into white ash. They have to hit the head or the neck, so that kind of sounds very teen wolfy to me. Sounds like supernatural. (laughs) Sounds like they got bored and had to (laughs) had to add in a little fact that they can be killed like werewolves. A little shum shum. (laughs) So the Navajo Indians themselves actually won't speak to outsiders because they're scared of retribution by the skinwalkers. And it's a very taboo subject. So it's something that nobody really wants to talk about. I mean, and I really wouldn't either if your people thought that they were animals and killed their siblings. And that's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> you don't want to expose that part of your um, history, I guess. No, absolutely not. And I mean, it's kind of a dark history to go and expose to like I mean especially the fact that they have to kill siblings or family members or that's just in order to be able to become one exactly that's just dark on itself so but I'm actually really glad you picked a lighter subject (laughs) for your conspiracies because that's a really dark subject for the paranormal stuff so I'm really excited to hear some Disney shit so am I yes I am really excited to get started with this. Bay, so I found some really interesting ones. Um, There's a lot of them, to be completely honest, so I chose three of the ones that stuck out to me. The first one um, that has to do with the conspiracy theories upon Disney is Aladdin, which actually came out in 1992. So there's uh, a few theories surrounding this whole movie in itself. But I chose one in particular. The theory is that Aladdin takes place in a post-apocalyptic future. Interesting, because honestly, Aladdin is one of my favorite Disney movies, so... It is really interesting. I actually watched it today for my research. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) So I was, like, looking for key points, and I actually did see them. So... Um, the genie is actually a big contributor into the into why this is such a huge theory. So he makes a few statements. The first being that whenever he, Aladdin lets him out of his lamp, the genie claims that he has been locked up in his lamp for ten thousand years. Yeah. So that's just one theory, um, which also backs up this. When the genie gives Aladdin a makeover. And he, like, changes his clothes or whatever. He claims that his outfit looks like it's from the 300s. So, I think you and I can both do a little bit of math here. Yeah. So, he remembers clothes from the 300s. And he states that he has been locked up in his lamp for 10,000 years. The earliest possible year it could be was 10,300. Yeah. And, like, honestly, realistically, who is not going to polish a lamp for 10,000 years? So it has to be like some big shit had to happen before Aladdin discovered the genie because, like, shit had to go down. Shit went down. Shit had to hit the fan. So (laughs) they say that um, the city of. What was it called again? (laughs) Agrabah? It's Agrabah. Okay. So, they say... Research is not your strong suit, my friend. (laughs) I didn't save that note. So, they say that the city of Agrabah survived after all these years post-apocalyptic. Like I said, the genie makes a lot of references. So, Robert Williams plays the genie in the 1992 movie, uh, the animated movie. He makes a lot of references to celebrities that occur nowadays, as well as, uh, I'd say, like, the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. He makes references to Arsenio Hall, which was a popular talk show in the 1990s. Um, he also makes references to Ed Sullivan, which was one of his favorite comedians growing up, mm-hmm. as well as Arnold Schwarzenegger, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, which I think, like, if you really look, you'll notice a lot of these references. Well, my thing is, is if the genie were from in the past, how would he know 
any yeah. of these references. So, throughout the movie, he does reference... He does reference a lot. I actually watched a video where he ref- there were 10 um, most popular celebrity references from the genie in Aladdin. Interesting. Right? I thought that was really interesting. Um, shout out to Robert Williams, though, for being able to do all of those impressions. Because Robin Williams is, is the goat. It's so sad that he's dead. It is really sad. But rest in peace. Rip. Stressy and depressy because of Robin Williams. <laughs> that is right. We will cheers to Robin Williams right now. <laughs> all right. Keep going. <laughs> anyway. So if... Aladdin is set in a post-apocalyptic future that could explain why there's so much advanced technology true however they don't advertise it as advanced technology in the show or in the movie they advertise it as magic I was about to say do you have any examples I have a few okay (laughs) so the flying carpet Mm -hmm. could be advanced flying technology that somehow survived the post-apocalyptic whatever phenomena that happened. So you mean like how Back to the Future predicted flying cars, Aladdin could be doing the same thing? Flying carpets, yeah. Ooh, interesting. Right? Also, Yago the parrot. Mm -hmm. He can clearly communicate with humans. Yeah. Now, that could either be um, advanced technology that somehow survived whatever had happened, Mm -hmm. or... That the bird had mutated somehow due to radiation yeah. from maybe a nuclear war. Interesting. Right? And lastly, so the genie could be seen as advanced Siri or Alexa. Okay, okay, I can actually see that because, you, you know, it? you could be like, I mean, I actually have the Google Home set up in my room. Shouts out to Marcus, part 37 <laughs> Right? Um, he actually connected like my lights to my Google home. So if I walk in there and I'm like, okay, Google, turn on my room. It turns on my fish tank, my string lights, my overhead light and my lamp. Yeah. So, so what if the genie is just like an advanced holographic form? True. That came out in 10,300. Because you know, magic obviously for adults does not equate to the same magic as kids but i mean if i can walk into my room and be like okay google turn on my room and the fact that it turns on all of my lights my fish tank my string lights and my lamp like that's pretty impressive why can't a genie grant us wishes wish like adult wish yeah exactly (laughs) right okay genie turn on my lights (laughs) (laughs) exactly okay genie record my podcast (laughs) exactly and aladdin doesn't wish for anything like completely spectacular as far as his wishes go except to improve impress jasmine exactly he does wish for the genie to make him a prince which actually is a whole nother theory in itself Mm -hmm. that I don't really have a whole bunch of notes on, but I can mention. Yeah. Um, so a theory that I also saw was that the whole movie is kind of following Aladdin's first wish. Yeah. Of, the, of him saying, Genie, can you make me into a prince? Versus, Genie, make me a prince. Mm-hmm. So the whole movie follows all of these steps of how the Genie is supposed to transform him into a prince automatically then saying oh you're a prince yeah so that was another theory that was out there i didn't research too much into it because i had already done so much on this one yeah but like i said there are a lot of theories out there about aladdin yeah i've seen a lot of disney theories in general like disney conspiracy theories and how one movie leads into another and blah 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 yes Yes. (laughs) they all lead into a bunch but that as much as i have as for Aladdin, mm-hmm. um, I actually do think that this one could be very much true. There's a lot of factual evidence to support. I think Walt Disney was very fucked up in his humor. Because, like, if you rewatch some of the Disney shows, like the early Disney shows, it has a lot of sexual humor, it has a lot of adult humor, a lot of humor that's very much so not intended for children. And I think Walt Disney was like... Playing off of a sick mind game, as in, like, (laughs) 
let's confuse the kids like with some adult humor <laughs> yeah i mean i think i know myself as a kid i didn't really understand but the more that i go back and i look at it i really do see what everyone else is talking about and it really gives me a whole new perspective on a whole new everything. perspective right <laughs> but I am curious to know, like, what else you have okay. as far as Disney goes. So I, I love Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, honestly. Um, I do have a couple more. The second one is on Toy Story. Oh, yes. Let yes. me hear it. So this theory claims that Andy's mom is Emily, and Emily is Jesse's owner. Okay. Okay. So you mean, like... Andy's mom used to own Jesse before As Andy owned Woody. Yes. Okay. So, and this is actually really important to the movie because Jesse, especially in the second movie, deals with a whole lot of abandonment that she really did suffer from Emily. When they were little, obviously, Emily would p- play with her and everything, but eventually Emily got older and forgot about her. And as Emily, you know, became a mom and stuff, well, we say that it's Emily that's becoming a mom, but yeah. Yeah, we don't really know, <laughs> but there are facts behind it to prove it. But as she got older, she eventually forgot about Emily and ended up giving her away, Mm -hmm. which is how she ended up in the hands of Andy. Okay. So there are a few facts to support that. Uh, When I believe in Toy Story 1, because like I said, I did my research and I watched up until Toy Story 3 yesterday. My whole plan was to get to Toy Story 4, but by the time I got to Toy Story 3, I wanted to watch something else. I'm about to disappoint everyone who's listening right now. I have actually never, ever, ever seen a full Toy Story (gasps) movie. Oh my god! I know, I know, I know, I know. They're actually really good. (laughs) I know, and I really have meant to watch them since, like, joining to Disney+, Plus, but I've been distracted by Hannah Montana. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay, well... I am not cultured. I (laughs) am a low-key expert. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I watched one through three and a half yesterday. Alright, so. <laughs> Anyway, I believe it's in the first movie. When it opens up, Andy is playing with Woody and he's wearing a hat. Now, you can clearly see that the hat is not the same as Woody's hat. The yeah. hat is red with white trim around the brim. It's kind of matching Jesse's hat. However, it's just missing that one key element, which is the white lace that surrounds the trim on the bottom part. But if you zoom in close enough, you can actually see that Andy's hat is missing the trim. It looks like something had faded out. If they're Google imaging, what would you tell them to look up as far as I would look up Andy's hat and um, Emily's hat. Andy's hat and Emily's hat. Because I know you showed me this the other day. Yeah. That they looked significantly similar (laughs) yeah it's just that one white lace ribbon that's missing but in andy's hat you can actually see that it has been removed Mm -hmm. so flash or flash back to jesse laying on emily's bed you can kind of see the decor in the room is bare minimum there's nothing very eccentric going on however you do see the same hat that andy has on his head laying on the bed the only difference is that hat has the white white trim that jesse's hat does hmm disney ain't slick Hmm. walt disney ain't slick we caught on (laughs) so whenever they show a room decor (laughs) of emily's room the decor is probably from like the 60s or 70s which is mtv welcome to my crib right (laughs) welcome to my crib mtv we figured you the fuck out so the decor in the room um comes from the 60s or 70s meaning that it could have been andy's mom because andy was born sometime in the 80s so this is based on the release of the toy story film or based on like what how do you know that Andy was born in the 80s? Research. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> cool. So, I'm just a fucking dumbass. <laughs> well, she said it, folks. <laughs> so, with that being said, Andy suffers abandonment issues as well because his dad is significantly not seen in the movie. He's not pictured. There is another theory surrounding where his dad had gone to. 
he either died somehow from a tragic disease or he abandoned himself. Yeah, and I haven't seen the Toy Story movies, but, you know, I know enough to know that, like, Andy's dad is not in the picture. I know the main characters versus, you know, Andy and Andy's mom, but Andy's dad is never really mentioned in anything. Andy's dad is not mentioned. However, they do mention, uh, I believe, in the first movie that Andy is... No, it's in the second movie that Andy finds out he has a collector's item. He's a very old toy. He has his own show back in, gosh, I don't even know when, back in black and white picture days. Mm-hmm. So that is mentioned as well, meaning that Woody was probably passed down through the family, perhaps from his dad. Okay. So in the Toy Story realm... They're like hand-me-downs, pretty much. Essentially. Essentially. Just Woody or... Well, Jesse, too. Jesse, If the story is true, they both come out in the same time, so they're both older toys. Yeah. If the story is true, the theory, which has a lot to back it up, then somehow they both ended up back with Andy. Ooh, that's so cool, though. To Isn't think. it? I was about to say, that's literally so cool that his mom's old toy ended up ended back up. with Andy. It's like a full cycle. Yeah. and Walt people, Disney. Right? Go Walt Disney. Right? <laughs> so some people say, well, why doesn't Andy's mom recognize Jessie? She's a single mom of two kids. And, you know, I'm personally only a cat mother. But... <laughs> I feel like if I were a single mom of two kids, there's no way I would recognize every one of my kids' toys, let alone remember them. So, she's just a busy, busy mom, and that's why she doesn't really make any reference to Jessie. And if she was, like, having Jessie, you know, like you said, around the 60s, 70s, you know, that's when Emily had Jessie, and then Andy was born in the... 80s. 80s. So, that would be, like, you know, a 20-year... Different. Time and that was a lot of toys ago. Exactly, like so, a 20-year time period. Yeah, I don't remember the toys that I had when I was younger. Maybe, like, three And if them. I had two sons, I'm 22 years old. If I had two sons, I would use any leftover toys I had and not think yes. twice about it. Not look through them, just be like, fuck it. <laughs> Here you go, kids. <laughs> yes, however, she has a son and a daughter. <laughs> so, clearly Kendra hasn't seen the series, but it's okay. I already told you I haven't watched Toy Story, dude. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what you want from me. It's okay. But... We still give you like a B minus. A B minus. <laughs> Anyways... But if I had a son and a daughter, okay, regardless, son, daughter, whoever, if I had two kids and I was 20 years old, I would be more focused on repurposing my toys so they could enjoy them versus what toys I'm actually giving to them. Exactly. So I could see how it was overlooked if well, that's no, no, the case. Well, no, no, Actually, Emily gave away Jesse. Okay. In a clip. She packaged up all of her belongings, all of her childhood stuff, and donated it. However, the one thing that did not get donated was the hat. Okay, so the hat is what stuck around the whole time. Not necessarily Jesse. Jesse got, you know, Jessie donated. Jesse got donated and put in a storage unit, which okay. she has a real hard time with in Toy Story 2. I'm really yeah. glad I did my research. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just sitting here like, Durr. <laughs> yeah. So Woody mentions going back home to his friends. Jesse has a real, a really hard time with it because she was getting put back in storage, mm-hmm. which she had a real issue with because of how Emily treated her. Yeah. So that has to do with the whole thing surrounding um, the fact that Jesse has really big abandonment issues mm-hmm. because of Emily, which could potentially mm-hmm. be Andy's mom miss davis so here we are i think that's so interesting isn't honestly. it do you think that i do think is miss davis i do think it's true. you do there it, that the whole hat was really put in there to kind of tell us hmm 
there's a little bit of there's a whole lot more story behind the story that we're telling you. based on what you're telling me and based on the images that you've shown me because we've talked about this you know over the past couple of days like yeah. what we're gonna do you know we've shown each other images and stuff based on what you've shown me i really there's not really a question yeah. <laughs> miss davis is emily yeah miss davis is emily you've heard it here folks you heard it here first, folks. Ms. Davis <laughs> we is cracked the theory. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So Disney conspiracy part two. Disney Yay! conspiracy part two. Maybe make it a whole segment. I love Disney conspiracy. I think it's so cool how like all the movies have just link up story. with each other. It's oh, yeah. so great, and they all align like. I mean, you have some theories where, like I said, one movie leads into another. You have some theories where the, quote, earlier past of a character connects with the later past of a character. I think Walt Disney was way ahead of his time, and I think he really did have all these connections for a reason. I don't think that was an accident. To put the same exact hat in. You know what I mean? Oh, no. no, no. There's no way that was an there accident. Geniuses out there. Exactly. And geniuses, <laughs> I tell ya. Nothing is accidental. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Coincidences, I think not. <laughs> so, we have a really fun episode for you guys next time. Yeah. Obviously, we're going to continue the Disney thing. <laughs> we are. So, definitely tune in if you want to hear more about it. Honestly, I'm just still super <laughs> stoked about our mics. <laughs> I'm so stoked about these mics. Once we get them figured out. <laughs> exactly. Once we get this all figured out and we get this hit the ground rolling, like, I'm ready. I'm so excited for what this could become because I think it's so much fun to do. I think it's fun for us to do and I think it's fun for other people to listen to because, you know... We you're want figuring them. out the facts while you're listening to the jokes. Exactly. We want everybody to feel included. Like, we literally want you to feel like you're sitting in our living room with us right now, like, Spilling chatting. The wine. <laughs> Spilling the wine. Or today, beer, Or the I guess. beer. <laughs> beer today, because we already drank all the wine. Here for the booze. <laughs> we are here for the booze. <laughs> So we will send you guys off with one last cheers. So cheers, Katie, to a good life, a great podcast, and good story times. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) And thanks for joining. And don't forget to check out next week's episode. See you next time. Thanks for joining the Booze Crew. Bye. Bye!